0: Thanks for checking out this message from the City on a Hill Summit. For more content and ways to connect, visit www.coah.co.za summit. Gary, thank you for having me here. I really appreciate it. Thank you for the hospitality. These guys are great. Really, really appreciate it. My wife sends her love. She's looking after the the, the, the children. i got an 8-year-old and a 6-year-old who have been married for 16 years to a beautiful German woman, blue eyes, blonde hair, so I'm sorted. (laughs) One wife for life. I'm kitted. And uh, Dwayne and Jason, can you please stand? They are leaders in that church. They just traveled all the way from Joburg. Thank you so much for coming. (laughs) Dwayne's an incredible businessman. He's got the number three company in South Africa for blinds. Can you believe it? He can make anything look pretty. You get him. Jason is an evangelist of note. He walks around non-stop telling people about Jesus. It's his bread and butter, and and he's a bit of a mechanic. So well done, guys. Thanks for coming. I appreciate you. Yes. All right. So I I've got how, how much? Twenty minutes? Thirty minutes? Thirty minutes. I can time myself. All right. I actually sense there was a moment in worship where God wanted to break out His fire. Can I ask you quickly? If you sense God's Holy Spirit on your body right now, just stand up. Just, if you sense God's presence on you right now, just stand up in your chair. Just quickly. I just want to respond and work with what God's doing. I've got a message. I will get to it. Can I ask you just to open up your hands? I, I just sense there's the more of God right now. There we Just more. We're talking about fire. We're talking about breakthrough. There we go. Receive. More, Lord. More, Lord. More, Lord. More, Lord. More, Lord. More in Jesus' name. More, Lord more, Lord, more of your presence, more of your fire, more of your anointing? Would you overwhelm them? I sense for those of you standing, God's going to allow you to experience more and more and more of his presence where you're going to go around and people are going to have an encounter with the presence of Jesus through you because you have been with him right now. Not not tomorrow, now. They're going to say, these men, and women have been with Jesus. Andres, there's a fireball hitting you right now. More, Lord. More, Lord God. More, 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 more. More of your presence. More of your love. Thank you, Lord. We honor your Holy Spirit. Thank you for your work. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. You can take your seat. So I, 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 I lead a church with an amazing team. I sometimes call myself the, the mistake church planter. I never asked God to lead a church, but God just said, You will. One night I laid in my bed and I cried out to God, I said, God, don't you have another plan for me, like a plan B rather? He said, no, for you, I've only got plan A for you. There's no plan B, there's no plan C, there's no plan D. Just do what I say. Just do what I say. I think for some of you, just do what Jesus says. There's no plan B, there's no plan C. Plan, plan B is not in the UK. Plan B is not in America. Maybe for some of you, plan B is Iraq and Syria. Love you. Be in the place where God wants you. There's no plan B. Love this nation. Develop a love and a passion for the amazing potholes you got here. (laughs) 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 I got to focus the message. All right. So I'm going to share something. Developing a culture of evangelism. So we're going to look at a couple of things around uh, evangelism. I'll start a session one and I'll finish a session two. And I'll try to put the two together. So I know it's going to be a little bit difficult. Some of you might miss some of the information, but I'm sure you can get a recording somewhere. So, Did you know God has not called us to isolate? But He's called us to infiltrate the culture where He's placed us to be. God has not placed His people in the world to do nothing, but He has placed His people in the world to bring a change and bring a transformation. We are not called to hoard the gospel, but we're called to share the gospel. We're not called to be a dam, but we're called to be a river. Are you a river when it comes to the gospel? And a sure way to experience revival. Who wants revival? I want it. Revival is waiting for you tonight at the engine garage. Revival is waiting for you tonight at the petrol station. Revival is waiting for you at your next door neighbor's house revival's waiting for you on the opposite side of the person, wherever you are. Revival's waiting for you Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, in your place of work, because people that evangelize are revived. It's true. Have you ever met a grumpy person that's telling you about Jesus? The two don't come together. Those that evangelize are full of supernatural joy. You know, stats have shown that over 95% of believers do not share their faith. 95 do not share their faith or personally evangelize i'm gifted to do music, brother no no offense to the team i'm gifted for av i'm gifted to connect with people i'm gifted to stand the door i'm gifted for kids whatever we are do we are gifted for that and god wants put a sword in our hand a sword and we are all called to seek and save the lost no matter what we are doing so I, I, I'm convinced that evangelism should be extremely fun. It should be adventurous. Why? Think it through with me. Why would God ask us to do something that's so boring? Why would God ask us to do something that we can't do? Why would God say that when one sinner repents, the angels are grumbling, the Father's grumbling? No. No. The angels are rejoicing. The Father is running. The angels rejoice when one sinner repents. Can I use a handout, please? Sorry, gents. i got funny ears. I'm not blessed with big ears. My, my set at church is Madonna set. You know why? Because I turn like this on my head the whole time so nothing falls off me. It's built like that. It's true. It's true. Ask the guys that's with me. You know, I was thinking when I was preparing this, why would Jesus instruct us to do something that we can't do? Evangelism. God wants to empower us tonight. God wants to give us His anointing right now while I'm talking. You don't have to wait for a session for hands later on. We'll do that later on. But right now, you can get an impartation in the Spirit of God right now. Just get up with the mission and do what God has called you to do. Inside you is a switch. And that switch is called faith. And all you need to do is say, yes, Lord, I agree. And get on mission with Him. So I want to look at a couple of things. The who, where, why, when, what, and how of evangelism. So who is called to evangelize? Matthew 28 verse 18 says this. Then Jesus came to them and said, Only the gifted, anointed, perfect, amazing people that have a beautiful voice, that have got a six-pack, can go and evangelize. Oh, sorry. That's my world. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in, in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you, and surely I'm with you to the very end. Uh, One sure way to know that Jesus is with you, go and evangelize. Because he says right here, and teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you, and surely I'm with you always to the very end. So answer, who's called to evangelize? you got them. If you've been fishing. All right. So, who's called to evangelize? Everyone. Jesus gave the Great Commission to all of us. Every believer is called to evangelize with those who do not know Jesus. The believer is called to share the gospel with unbelievers. You, you know, I was thinking this the other day. What do you call somebody that's at work that is not there? It's A Wall. Have you heard of that? Absent without leave. And people that are absent without leave shouldn't be getting paid. Agree? Right? There's no such thing as working for Mahala. Don't believe that lie. Okay, don't believe that lie. There is no such thing. I want to ask you, are you awalled from your calling to seek and save the lost? Have you awalled? Have you awalled? Have you a sir, ma'am? I know I'm in your face. Please forgive me. <laughs> I know I'm intense. I freak myself out. But have you a You know, people that evangelize are very wealthy people. Who wants more tangible money? Wave your hand at me. None of you is. Wow. Lord help them. Shame. You don't want more money. I want into the gospel prosperity. Relax. But people that evangelize are more wealthy. I'll tell you why. Do you remember the story of the prodigal son? There was that little son that ran away. They spent all his money on, on dihurkis. It's in the Bible. It's in the, it's in the Bible. Don't get upset with me. I'm sorry, my language. I, I'm, I'm a pastor. It's in the Bible. It's there. All right. He did. Read the Bible. He spent all his money on the wrong things, he spent his inheritance. And then there was this other son working very, very hard. My heart breaks for both sons. But that naughty son came to his senses. He walked in. And what did the father do when he saw him? He ran. Correct? That other little, holy little son, the religious one, the legalistic one, was upset. Nevertheless, he was upset. But when that son came, he attracted the father's Presence, he attracted the father's power, and here's the biggie he attracted the father's provision. God the Father did not take the money from that religious little son of his, he pulled out his wallet, and he, what did he do? He had a, a fattened calf party. Now, I've tried a, I've bought a lamb recently to eat true story. It's expensive. When that father saw his son, the angels rejoiced and the father took out his wallet and released provision. The money didn't come from the sinner getting back to the father. The money came from heaven, the father. I want to ask you, you want more provision? Get on mission. I've never seen a poor evangelistic Christian. There's any, are you able? You want to get paid? God's not going to pay you. Want you pay, God's payment on your life, get on mission. I'm serious. That mission can be you standing at the door praying for someone to get saved, call them in with your faith, and God, I'm going to unlock something of a blessing upon you. Go read the scriptures for yourself on that. Friends, I took that scripture, I put it in my heart. God said, I'll bless you, my son. Are you AWOL? Are you saying, oh, Lord, I'm not AWOL no more. I'm on mission. You know what a sleeper sullies, they are terrorists. They go into the world, and they act like normal civilians, and then they activate them. And they're to cause terror, terrorists, sleeper cells. You know what you are? You're like a sleeper cell. Not to cause terror, but to cause blessing. Monday to Friday in the marketplace. The blessing is released with the gospel message of Jesus. So who who, who is called to evangelize? Every believer. There's something that God wants to give you as a believer individually with this heart of evangelism. Activated by faith. There's the hand of faith that pulls things down. Friends, I have done it. I've gone into poverty areas and preached the gospel and watched God unlock blessing. You know, you say, Jonathan, I'm battling, you know. I don't like people. I don't like sinners. They swear. They smell. They stink Every second word is a swear word. I hate my job. You know, I'm praying for God to give me a better job with a better boss, better people, where they're kind, where they are loving, where they're polite, where they're patient. They don't make me wait two hours in the line. It's like five minutes. Lord, I want those people. And we start to pray prayers to go in the opposite direction. You're not alone. There's a guy called Jonah, just like us. God said to Jonah, go there. Jonah said, uh-uh. Ah, ah. He went in the opposite direction. God said, hmm, is it? Let me send you back. Now, Jonah had real reason to go in the opposite direction. That city was called Sin City. Blood City. They would do a thing called conquer and divide. So if you had an Afrikaans little family, husband, wife, little tribe, they would divide you, and put you with the causes, and take the cause, and put them with the petties, and petties, and they would do conquer, and divide, to remove people's uh, identity, and on top of that, they would skin people alive, take their skin off, and when they would catch them, they would put little hooks here, and line them up, so when God said to Jonah, go there, Jonah's thinking, yes, 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 Sin city, blood city, Lord, we're against those people, and just maybe, God, you would turn and be kind to them. So Jonah went in the opposite direction. He ran from his enemies. God said, let me just bring you back to the place where I should have you to be a witness. Have you ever had people go from church, like what the pastor said, then they go to another (laughs) church, and that pastor, the other church says exactly the same thing. I'm like, oh, all these pastors are the same, man. No, it's the Word of the Lord. I want to ask you, doesn't it sound like Jesus when He said we must pray for our enemies, do good to our enemies, be the light? Friends, we have been placed in certain positions by God strategically to start to pray for the harvest, and pray for people to be saved. Where are you to preach the gospel? It's a good question. So who is to preach the gospel? Every one of us. Where are you to preach the gospel? Mark sixteen seventeen. He said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. So where are we to preach the gospel? Everywhere. To whosoever. Let me say that again. The believer is to preach the gospel everywhere to whosoever believes. Friends, I know there's lots of talking. You must be spirit led, brother. You must be led and spirit led, and here's the reality. The people saying you must be spirit-led <laughs> haven't told anybody about Jesus the last two years. Something's wrong. Be spirit-led, yes, but goodness me, just preach the gospel. Just preach it. Just preach it. You, you, we can stand in the queue, and we can hear racism. We can hear complaining. We can hear all the swearing. Oh, but the Christian, whoa, he's me. Who cares? Just preach the gospel. I, I don't care no more. Wherever I am, with whatever, I'm just going to preach the gospel whether you like it or not, whatever's on that side is getting the gospel. That is at end of discussion until they kill me and cut my head off. That is it. When I gave my life to Jesus, I died over there. I am not alive no more. I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. And some of you need to get that revelation. You no longer live. Christ lives in you. When you said yes to Jesus, you said yes to dying on the cross and picking up your cross and following Christ. I'm sorry I'm intense, forgive me. But it's the truth. There is no such thing as a gospel of comfort. Before I met Jesus, I suffered. Life wasn't easy. When I got saved, I'm like, hey man, suffering's part of it. I'm going to suffer here, I'm going to suffer there, I'm going to suffer here. But while I'm suffering everywhere, I'm going to preach the gospel, brother. Do whatever. Whoever. Everywhere. All people. I go to Germany. Yeah, Jonathan. My father was German. The Germans don't accept the gospel. I was like, did Jesus not die for the Germans? Wow. Scary place to be in there. Anyway, off I go. And what do I do? Preach the gospel and people get saved. I don't care no more what people think. It's not a popularity contest. Who cares? As long as, obviously we do it in a loving, kind, gentle way. Go to Holland. Sorry, yeah, Holland, Netherlands. Holland, Netherlands, yeah. No, no, no. The, The Netherlands don't get saved. I said, wow, so Jesus didn't die for the Netherlands. Wow, it's amazing, eh? But anyway, who cares? I'll do an altar call in their church. Will respond, get saved. I was like, Oh, oh, go to a leadership equipping with pastors. Hey, the Aussies. So, if you're Aussies, I love you, eh? but I think we beat them in rugby. eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, You know, The Aussies, the Aussies, Jonathan, the Aussies don't get saved. I said, Really. Wow, eh? Shame on you. <laughs> leading a church in Australia. <laughs> Not good for you, I'm thinking. Ah, <laughs> oh, South Africa's easy, man. Open heaven. Yeah, because we are people that pray and we do something with the gospel. Anyway, so, so God says to me, Do an altar call. And in the yeah, the leaders will respond. I said, Oh, yeah. Do an altar call and equip. Leaders get saved. I was thinking, don't get saved. Firstly, we should get the leader saved. (laughs) Friends, the point is this. Not that I'm anything great. I've just spent time with God, and I've allowed Him to give me this thing. I'm not, I had to go and sit just like you and me and say, God, would you put your word in my heart that I can actually believe you that you want to save people through me. That faith in God works through, and I'll preach that on Sunday, but that faith works no matter where you go with whoever's on the other side. So, so we all call to preach the gospel to whoever believes. God said, for God so love the world that whoever gave. Friends, we just share the love of Jesus. What happens on the other side is their responsibility. It's their responsibility. Where are we to share the gospel? Everywhere. Write this down. It's a good word. Frangelism. Not that program, Fran. What's it called, Fran? What is it called? Fran, eh? Okay, maybe. Anyway, there was a lady thing called Seven Delon. You're your lack of man. I love the Afrikaans language. Sorry, I'm off I'm Portuguese, but I just love the words. I've used some wrong words from the pulpit as well. And they said, Vieti, that's a fluke for it. I said, really? That guy didn't tell me it's a swear word. Now I know I'm sorry. So frangelism, pray for this, that our friends, relatives, associates, neighbors get saved. It's an easy way to remember. Every time you're praying, Lord, I pray for my, my, my friends that do not know you. Lord, I pray for my family members. I pray for my associates, neighbors. That you give me the opportunity to be a witness and to share the gospel to them. Jesus said, go and preach the gospel, not go and be a good example. Give me the verse. I let my light shine. It says, good, let your light shine. I'm not knocking that. But it's not just let your light shine. It's let your light shine like the allowing of Judah to roar through you. Imagine this. You've seen a crime. You saw somebody murder somebody, whip him, torture him. you the witness, right? Now they take you and they put you in the court of law, in the witness box. There's a judge and there's a crowd. And they ask you, Jack, what did you see? Jack, what did you see? Jack, you need to be a witness. What did you see? <laughs> Jack, what did you see? <gasps> huh? huh? Jack, what did you see? Mark your mond oop man, praat yes I am uh, Jonathan and 30 years ago I was fearful, I was worried I was scared and someone told me about Jesus sir Jesus came into my life. I came to believe that he died on the cross and he was buried and rose up on the third day. My life changed. He removed that fear. I'm sorry, sir. I misinterpreted that scripture. I'm trying my best. I'm not perfect. I'm just trying to be a witness. I'm trying to be this light. I make mistakes. Can I ask you, sir, what about you? Have you settled this thing of eternal life? Well, isn't that it? sound like a better witness? Isn't that sound a bit better? We are to be a witness and talk a witness. Why are we to share the gospel I've got five minutes left? Friends, there's so much misinterpretation around that scripture. Yes, I'm not knocking character. We've got to have good character, otherwise, we damage the gospel and 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 and, and have a good character, etc., etc. etc. But the point is, is you've got something to say. If you've met Jesus for one day, you've got something to say. The point is, what I'm trying to make is, you've got something to say. Yeah, but Jonathan, what if they don't believe? That's not your job. Your job is just to share what God does on the other side. Friends, you'll be amazed what He does on the other side. We're praying for an area called Bedford View and um, long story short, I end up sleeping at the guest house there. And uh, long story short, have one conversation, share my story, ask them, can we have a small group in their home? And they just invite eight people. People like this don't know we're having a small group. We've got a small group leader, and we told our small groups every month end, you must do one outreach as a small group. Just do something. Go pull out weeds, fix a pothole, do whatever God says, go and do it. Just do something. One small group decides to go to Henley on Clip, to a place called Mayer, Mayerston, a nice place. And um, we go to an Afrikaans festival, right, Jason? Hello, Amal proud Afrikaans, Tassel. Amel. It's aangenomen the kennis, hello, hello. It's, it's Afrikaans, it's Roy Romboki, aha, aha music's playing. There's the lacquer like draught and cigarettes. and it's like a cloud. I'm thinking, oh my goodness me. These guys are gonna eat us up any moment. <laughs> this is rough. These guys are big, it's tall, they shake your hand and crack my hand, yah! I think, ooh. I'm, I'm looking at my, uh, that smoke, I'm thinking, these guys could have chosen an easier place. I'm just quiet, it's their outreach, not mine. I'm like, just these guys are like, say so outreach, go f- grab the, the horn by the bull or something. And they gather the people there, down, and, and the worship leader is doing the outreach. The guitar guy, I think, wow, this is gonna be interesting. This is awkward, it's just awkward, uncomfortable. I'm cringing. They all sit there, make a circle. I'm thinking, what are they gonna do? And the guy just pulls out his guitar, he just knows to worship Jesus, starts singing to Jesus. I'm like, oh. and this is a first. People you don't know, half you don't even have their believers getting them to worship Jesus. Anyway, long story short, we share they get saved. There's a doctor with us in the outreach from the small group. He said, And what are we gonna do with the people? I'm like, that's a good question, eh? What are you gonna do to the people? said, <laughs> yeah, what are you gonna do? I'm, like, I'm gonna start a small group. I said, that's good. Yeah, I, I love it. Hands laid on, oh Lord bless them. The wife says, but we've got to reach more people now. I'm like, that's a good idea. I like that. What are you going to do? Why do just do an Alpha course? Now they're doing an Alpha course in Henley on Clip trying to reach an area. You know, it's, I get so amazed by God. We stumble over our words trying to be a witness. We don't know what we're doing sometimes. We're in uncomfortable places. And God is saving people. The point is this. We don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be Perfect. You don't need to be perfect. You just need to be available. And those things that are unperfect, God will work it in our life. I'll carry on the next one. Can I, can I, can I ask you just to stand quick to pray? It's on honor time. Sorry if I'm intense. Forgive me. I freak myself out sometimes. My wife's German, the exact opposite of me calm, cool, collective, detailed, slow. Very slow. Very slow. Oh, oh. Let's pray. Can I ask you to open up your hands? God, we just love you, Jesus. Lord, we just come to the the cross again. You used Peter, I'm amazed. You used people in the gospel, I'm amazed. You used a, a corrupt, man you used murderers you used tax collectors you used doctors you just used everybody that said yes lord we just say yes we're not perfect but we just want to see lives change would you help us to love the church passionately love the local church passionately that we be a part of the local church building up the local church getting involved but also our monday to friday would you help us father in that place of work to seek and save the lost and to be the salt, to be the light, and to talk. We want to be a light by our lifestyle and we want to talk and we want to switch lights on wherever we go. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this message from the City on a Hill Summit. We hope this message was a blessing for you like it was for us. And remember to find more content and ways to connect. Please visit our website ww.coah.co.bet summit.